Welcome to the Piano Ninja Tricks podcast, the best place to learn piano tricks, including mindset tricks, to make your Bach, Beethoven, and Chopin easier for you. I'm Lisa Spector, your Piano Ninja, here to make you feel and sound like a Piano Ninja. Welcome to Mindset Monday. It's time for your piano pep talk on the Piano Ninja Tricks podcast. But before I get to that, I want to share a lot of things we have going on this week. First of all, yesterday I just gave the Piano Ninja Fingering Masterclass. If you missed that, there is still time for you to sign up for the replay and you can get that for free until Thursday or sign up as a VIP and get it for a lifetime. I'll leave the link to the show notes, but it's also at lisaspector.com forward slash fingering masterclass. And at the masterclass where I was helping the attendees the pianists choose efficient fingering with my piano ninja fingering tricks. I also opened up the doors. I opened the piano lid to my membership, the Piano Ninja Tricksters Club. I haven't opened this to new members since March. And the reason why is because when it's closed, I'm pretty busy serving and helping our members. And twice a year when we open, it is time for you to join if you are an intermediate to advanced pianist, classical pianist who wants to learn twice as much in half the time. If you want to practice less and play more, if you want to play the piano with joy and with ease, this is the place for you. It's a fabulous community, very global, fabulous community of pianists, really supportive, non-competitive pianists. We cheer each other on. We lift each other up. It is such an encouraging group. Quite honestly, it is the community I longed for when I was at Juilliard, but it was so competitive there. It was hard to find this. So I created this now and it's for you. And the doors are open until Thursday night. So take a look at lisaspector.com forward slash membership and you're welcome to join on whichever plan works better for you. I'll also be holding a Piano Ninja Tricks Q&A on Wednesday, November 1st to both answer your questions about the membership. And if you have just any general questions about any of the Piano Ninja Tricks, you're welcome to join us. I will tell you in the membership, the Piano Ninja Tricks are in a system. It's in an order that you learn them one at a time because that's how you're going to make your best progress. And every single trickster in the club on a recent survey when I asked, do the piano knitted tricks make your piano playing easier? A hundred percent said yes. So if that sounds good to you, join us. Open till Thursday night. In the meantime, it is time for your piano pep talk. And this is one of my favorite mindset topics. It's about the imaginary tempo police. This subject came about from a real life event. It was probably 2018 because I broke my right hand so severely in 2017. And for the next couple of years, I was playing music for left hand only. And one of the most 
challenging, not only most challenging left-hand pieces, but one of the most challenging short pieces I ever learned was the Godofsky arrangement of the Chopin Aeolian harp etude, but instead of for one hand, it was for two hands, and it's very complex. And I will tell you quite honestly, it took at least six months before those notes on a page really felt like I was making music. So I wasn't performing, it wasn't performance ready yet, but I was at an event. It was a large event. It was a TEDx event. And there was a a reception afterwards and there was a piano. And I had my hand, it wasn't in a cast, but it it was always in some sort of contraption or wrapping or something. And so my left hand's playing alone, the Godofsky. And it was at UC Berkeley. And I played it and I was really proud of it. I had never performed it. And it was the background music, like people were just walking around and having wine and enjoying the reception. And a student came up to me and said, I just have one question for you. Why do you play it so slowly? And I inhaled and I exhaled and I thought, and my response was, because maturity has taught me that life is not a race. It's not about speed. It's really about joy. And I'm able to make music at a slightly under tempo. End of sentence. Period. And the tempo police came back when I've gotten, when I've been growing my Instagram channel. And as I get more popular, I get lots of DMs with a lot of opinions. I get, who am I kidding? I get a lot of opinions in the replies. Some of them are DMs. Some of them are, Lisa, I loved your Chopin, but it was too fast. I'll give you a little example. I'm just going to, if you're listening to the podcast and not watching, I'm taking my piano gloves off now so I can play this at a very fast tempo. That was a little faster than I'm prepared to play right now. Not so clean, but, you know, that would be the type of thing that someone might have said. Lisa, love you, Chopin, but it was too fast. And then I'd play this. Lisa, I love your tempo, but it's too slow. Who decides who's the tempo police? No one gets to police the tempo. The metronome marking in your score is a suggested tempo. And honestly, even if the composer wrote that tempo, it's still suggested. It's still subjective. It breaks my heart when I have students come to me saying, oh, I'd love to play that Chopin nature. I'd love to play that Beethoven sonata, but I'm not going to play it because I can't play it up to tempo. You're an adult. You get to decide what the tempo is. No one gets to decide that for you. And as far as I'm concerned, it's non-consensual advice when someone comes on my DMs or replies and says, gives me their opinion about the tempo. They're not playing it. I am. And when you're playing your music, you get to decide. There is no tempo police. Unless... That tempo police lives in your head.
which is the most dangerous place for the temple police. But the good news is, you have complete control. You can get rid of that temple police. As soon as you give yourself permission to play music that you love, at any temple you desire, have you listened to Glenn Gould? Oh my goodness, he think Bach fugues that were normally fast, he played slow. Bach preludes that were normally slow, he played fast. He didn't have a tempo police. One of the greatest artists that ever lived didn't have a tempo police. So why should you have a tempo police that lives in your head? I hereby grant you permission to play any piece of music at any tempo you choose. I give you permission to perform any piece of music at any tempo you choose. There's composer markings, prestissimo, presto, and then there's guidelines of what is that? What metronome marking is that? I don't ever look at tempo markings in the score. One person's presto is another's vivace. It's just very subjective. I am so passionate about this, but I created two reels on Instagram, at least Spectre Piano. The first one I'm talking through this as I am here. The other, I actually have, it's a character reel. So I am myself at the piano playing and I am the cop dressed as the tempo police who pulls over Lisa Specter Piano Ninja as the pianist and gives her a warning and then gives her a ticket because she's not playing the exact right tempo. It's imaginary. It's a joke. But it's really not funny when you hold yourself back from playing music you love because you've heard someone else play it faster. It's, you're comparing apples and oranges. You're c- comparing possibly your middle to someone else's end. You're possibly comparing yourself to does this professionally and performs five nights a week somewhere. You're possibly comparing yourself to how you, you the, the worst comparison is how you used to play it. The first six months of my hand injury, I did that all the time. It's very easy to compare myself to who I used to be and wanting that back. That's a whole nother mindset Monday. I'll save for another topic. But it's not a fair comparison and it takes the joy out of music. The easiest way to stay present with where you are, to not compare yourself to others, to not compare yourself with who you used to be, to not compare yourself with who you want to be, is to stay in the present moment. The way that I stay in the present moment is by listening. Listen to the music you're making. Enjoy it. Let it fill your heart. It is a way to say bye-bye, temple police. Thank you for your opinion, but that's your opinion, it's not mine. I'm here for the joy of making music. That is what I'm called to do, and that is what I'm going to do. At whatever tempo I can play, and I desire to play right now in this present moment. 
So I invite you to say bye-bye, temple police, whether it's an external temple police or an internal. It is time to make music. If you hadn't noticed, I'm obsessed with making piano easier for you. While these are short mini episodes, your help doesn't end here. If you'd like to get your piano question answered directly by me for free, there are two ways to do that. Join my podcast hub at podcast.lisaspector.com. Once you're in the hub, you'll see a place to drop your short question. I'll answer it with a video demonstration for my piano. And if you're on Instagram, follow me at Lisa Spector Piano and send me a DM with your question on a short excerpt of music. Send it via text or video. I'll post a video answer in my Instagram Piano Ninja Tricks broadcast channel. We'll also leave a link to everything in the show notes. And if you'd like to watch the show, you can view the raw, unedited episodes on my Lisa Spector YouTube channel. Oh, and one more thing before I get back to the piano. If you're enjoying the show, please follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast app and consider sharing with a piano-playing friend. And leave a review. We're new here, and every favorable review is an enormous help. Thanks for listening. I'm Lisa Spector, your piano ninja. It's back to the piano for me. 